Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. <laughs> That's for you, Jay. Just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. All right. Thank you, nephew. Um, subject, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been with my boyfriend for five years. He's 30 years old and I'm 28. Since the pandemic hit, he's been drinking a lot. At first, it was out of boredom to pass the time, and I didn't mind it because it was just beer. Now he's drinking at least 30 beers a week, and our recycling bin stays full of beer cans each week. He swapped out his coffee and bagel for a beer before he heads to work. He needs it to jumpstart his day, as he says. Uh, He's gone back to work a lot under the influence, so I pray it doesn't get him fired because he's on probation and he has to keep a job. I asked his father to come talk to him, but they drank beer together during the conversation about him drinking too much. I am at the end of my rope with this man, and I gave him an ultimatum that I will not marry him if he can't control his drinking. If he's had a lot to drink, he snores very loudly, and I have to sleep on the couch. When he doesn't get enough sleep, he's drunk and cranky and picks fights over stupid things. I'm tired of avoiding him in our tired, tiny apartment. Uh, and his mom called him the other day, and she could tell he was drunk, and she went off on him. He started crying and said that everyone is against him, and it's too much pressure on him. He's almost had me fooled because he looked so defeated in that moment, but a few minutes after that, he was passed out drunk. His mom and I have considered talking to his probation officer about scaring him straight. The only thing about that is he'd either go back to jail or have to enroll in an outpatient treatment program. If he doesn't do something soon, he's going to lose me and his family is going to distance themselves. Is calling his probation officer a bit too extreme? Well, it might be at this point, but if you call, you got to get him into some kind of treatment program. That's what I'm saying, because it sounds like truly he's an alcoholic right now. That's what it sounds like. Um, he likes to drink, and he's been drinking a lot. Um and he can't do this. He can't stop on his own. So you got to get him some kind of help. And I'm not talking about the kind of help his dad so-called gave him when he came over there to talk to him about stopping drinking. And they were drinking together at that moment. Uh, you got to get him in some kind of recovery program immediately. Hopefully he'll agree to it. Um, He's doing too much. He's at work drunk. He's picking fights over stupid things. And how is he getting to work? I'm assuming he's driving, and we all know how bad that can be. That's very, very dangerous. But I would definitely sign him up for rehab before I contact his probation officer. Uh, We don't want him to go back to jail, uh, but he needs help right now, not punishment. All right, Steve? Boy, this letter got crazy. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. You've been a boyfriend, had a boyfriend for five years. He's 30. You're 28. Well, the pandemic hit, and he started drinking a lot. And you say at first it was out of boredom to pass the time. So that must mean you were there. 
Were you having a couple of drinks yourself? I'm curious about that, or was it just him? I didn't mind it because it was just beer. Now he's drinking at least 30 beers a week. 30, what is that about? Five. Five a day is 36. Yeah, about five, a little under five a day. But I think he's drinking more than that, though. Anyway, uh, and our recycling bin stays full of beer cans each week. Swapped out his coffee and bagel for a beer before he go to work because he needs it to jumpstart his day, as he says. I didn't know beer was a jumpstarter. It is for him. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You, that's that's an addiction. Yeah. That, that's, that's an addiction. Uh, he's gone to work a lot under the influence. Wait a minute. He's grown to work drunk? Okay, we have a problem. Shirley said it. This ain't no might be. If you go to work under the influence, dog, you got a problem. The pandemic that turned him into an alcoholic. And I pray it doesn't get him fired because he's on probation and he has to keep a job. Now, when you talked about probation right here, I thought he was on his probation period doing for job. his job. Oh, it's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I asked his father to come talk to him, but they drank beer together during the conversation about him drinking too much. See, now you need somebody to come talk to his daddy. <laughs> right. Everybody, you got to have a conversation with this whole damn family. Because <laughs> daddy came over there. They drank while they was talking about him drinking too much, and him and the daddy just drunk. Too much. All right. And I will, so my I'm at the end of my rope with this man, and I gave him an ultimatum that I will not marry him if he can't control his drinking. If he's had a lot to drink, he snores very loudly and have to sleep on the couch. When he doesn't get enough sleep, he's drunk and cranking and picks fights over stupid things. What? Lady, this, this, you want to marry this? Hmm. Whatever's happening before the marriage, when you get married, it amplifies. Ready? Okay. All right. Uh, coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, part two of Steve's response to I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh... 28-year-old lady, girl's got this 30-year-old boyfriend for five years. I done told y'all about these boyfriends after you leave college. I done told y'all. 30 and 25 boyfriend. Okay. Anyway, uh, during the pandemic, was started drinking. You thought it was just out of boredom to pass the time. But during the pandemic, gave us a lot of time, though. So he just drank his ass to death. Now he drinking at least 30 beers a week. And recycling beer and stay full of beer cans. Swapped out his coffee and bagel for a beer before he had to work because he needs to jumpstart his day. I didn't know beer was a jumpstarter, but alcohol is a jumpstarter to get your day off if you're an alcoholic. He's going to work under the influence, so I pray it doesn't get him fired because he's on probation and he has to keep a job. Once again, I thought that was because he was on a probationary period doing a job, but I found out later on He's on probation, period. The court. I asked his father to come talk to him, but they drank beer together during the conversation about him drinking too much. 
Like I said before, now you need somebody to come talk to the daddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm at the end of the road with this man. I gave him an ultimatum that I won't marry him unless he controls his drinking. He's had a lot to drink. He snores loud. And when he's not, and when he doesn't get enough sleep, he's drunk and cranky, and he fights over stupid things. Lady, you're marrying a guy on probation that has a drinking problem that snores when he get drunk, and when he awake, he pick fights. I'm tired of avoiding him in our tiny apartment. How do you do that? I've lived in an apartment with the person I tried to avoid. It's damn near impossible. Yeah. The only thing I used to do was just sit and look at the wall. I would just take a chair and just turn in the corner, just look at the wall, act like I was reading. I was doing anything, man. I just look at the wall, just in the corner. I put myself in time out, just sit in the corner, just look at the damn wall, try to ignore this. Oh, I've been there, lady. Oh, you got to, you finna kill yourself. It's hard to avoid somebody in a tiny-ass apartment. Hard apartment. One, that apartment was 600 square feet. I couldn't go nowhere. Nowhere. And that wasn't even and, the first one. The first one I had was the person in there, it's smaller. It gets oh, smaller. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Because hate like looks at you in. all the time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> his mom called him the other day, and she could tell he was drunk. So then she went off on him. Now, here we go. He started crying and said that everybody's against him and there's too much pressure on him. Wait a minute. Everybody's against you? You talking about these people trying to help you? And wait a minute. What pressure's on you? This is called life, boy. So this is on all of us. This thing called life, this thing called pressure, it's on all of us. You're not the only one. He almost had me fooled because he looked so defeated in that moment. But a few minutes after that, he was passed out drunk. Well, that's how he fixed it. Guess I go and get drunk, get out of this pressure. His mom and I have considered taking, talking to his probation officer about scaring him straight. The only thing about that is he'd either go back to jail or have to enroll in an outpatient treatment program. If he doesn't do something soon, he's going to lose me and his family is going to distance himself. It's calling the probationary officer too, too extreme. I'm going to tell you this. Don't call that probation officer because he's not going to play the game with y'all. You call the PO, you create a whole other problem because all they're going to do is violate the dude. All they're going to do is violate, he's going back to jail. Now, I'm assuming that he's gone to jail before for something to do with drinking or drugs because he'll either go back to jail or have to enroll in an outpatient treatment program. So I don't know if he sold dope. I don't know if he was using. I don't know what he got arrested for. But do not call the P.O. because if you call the P.O., they're not going to act right. They're not finna play no games with you. You're going to keep your man in the system, and then he has he has no chance of winning. You all have got to do some type of intervention. You've got to sit him down and tell him what he means to you. You've got to do an intervention. Your mom, you, his sister, get his daddy, and y'all got to sit down, and you got to explain it to him. And that's it. That's your only chance. But do not call the parole officer. 
because you are introducing a system that already ain't fair. Now you done called the un- what do you think? What game you think the PO fit to play? He part of the system. That's some good POs out there now that really try to help people get back on the straight now and cut them slack and everything. I don't know which one you got. I don't know. I feel so badly here. But he got to stop drinking before he go to work. Because if he lose his job, he going to be in a world of trouble. But do not call the parole officer. I'm sorry. I wouldn't do that. He's drinking his ass off. Right, you don't want coffee in a bagel. you rather have a beer. I'm not really a bagel eater, but I'd rather have a bagel than a beer, though. <laughs> All right, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand coming up at 46 minutes after. It's Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 